We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So let's transition to mailbag. All Mr. right, Styers. You want to hear some start questions off with here Kate, with Katie right. Keevers? Let's get it rocking and rolling. All right. So Brian, do you think that it is strategic on Notre Dame's part to work on mainly blitzes when the media has been present? You know, I part of me part of me thinks it is because I'm conspiratorial by nature, Sean. You you know me, right? <laughs> But the other part of me says probably not because if anything they would if if they were concerned about the media being there I think it would be more about okay let's not show them a bunch of blitzes because the, I'll say this they're doing stuff differently schematically this spring than they did last fall blitz package wise now I'm not going to tell you what it is because I don't want to lose my credentials to practices in the future but they are showing new stuff, and there's always the risk that somebody's going to say this is what we're doing. So part of me wonders, Katie, if that's true because I just by you know by nature I'm just very I don't I don't believe things you know or I have like a skeptical. You, Sean, you and I have talked politics enough and different things enough. You know my stance. I'm a very conspiratorial person, right? And, and so yeah, my gut is to say yeah they're doing it on purpose. But but then I start thinking about like but if they were doing it on purpose, then that's a positive for us. It means they're showing us more which I would appreciate if that's in fact what they're doing. But I, I don't, I just think it's kind of, this is what they're working. I think that's more of what the emphasis this spring has been about. I think that's more of, of, of it. Hey, we got to really work on our nickel package this year. We weren't good in our nickel package last year. We weren't good in our, our three down. We got to get better at our dime personnel. We, we had a lot of losses from, because if you think about it, the nickel package lost the Adamiolas. They were both on the starting nickel package last year. You lost Brandon Joseph from your nickel package. You lost Tariq Bracey from your nickel package from last year. So some of your key components of your nickel package from last year are gone, and there's no Cam Hart this spring. I think it's more just about that. Hey, this is the part of the defense we really need to work on this spring. And I just think it's just been a bit more of a coincidence in that regard. So for someone as conspiratorial as me to say that, uh, I, I think then, then that should give you good faith that that's not necessarily a strategy per se of, of what they're doing. So th those are my two thoughts. Those are my two All thoughts. Right. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate 
isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AGI a try because I wanted better gut health, sustained energy, immune support system, but I hate taking pills. And I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great, which is helping me kick my sugar addiction. In the morning before I get to work, I like getting something healthy in my body. And with AG1, I'm giving my body the nutrition it craves. It's very important for me to get my day started off with something healthy. But with my schedule, it's hard to prepare healthy meals. AG1 is a very quick way to pack my body with all that I need to jumpstart my day in a very healthy way. Covering my nutritional basis for the day literally couldn't be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water and drink it first thing every morning. Done. I also like that it costs less than $3 a day. It's pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality source ingredients. Win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash irish. That's athleticgreens.com slash irish. Check it out. All right, let's get to some more here. We've got a we got one here from Tommy Guns, T Guns, Crocs and Glocks. All right, uh, I was looking at the little icons at the front. Do you yeah. see them doing more motion and pre-snap movement into and out of the backfield being utilized this year? N- not as, not as. I mean, we're seeing it, but not any more than what we saw in the past. It's they'll motion across, but I, again, I don't. We're not seeing a lot of twelve personnel, and twelve personnel is more of a motion and shift package. And today was really the first time I even remember seeing twelve personnel. And they did that in seven on seven. <laughs> we didn't even really see it a lot in teams. But they also had Bauman back out there. I don't right. know how much that right. helps, but yeah. Yeah. So I don't um not not a ton of it. Not a ton of it. So yeah. here here's Irish blooded. Percentage wise, how much did Tyler make the receivers look better versus how much did the receivers make Tyler look good? Both. I mean that's really what it ultimately comes down to. I thought Tyler was dealing today. As a matter of fact, I thought there were times the receivers didn't make plays they should have played. So, I mean, there were times they made great catches. But th- this is the thing, though, that, though, guys, is that's that's what football is supposed to be about. I'm going to throw it up, and you go make a great play. Well, as the receiver did all that. Yeah, but the quarterback had to put it there. We've been we've watched Notre Dame offenses with quarterbacks that are just allergic to throwing the ball up, giving their guys a chance to make a play. Mm-hmm. Like if Ian, Sean, I've said this. You can back me up on this. If Ian Book threw back shoulders 
in games, even one-tenth of the amount of times he did in practice, his career would have looked so much different because yeah. he was great at it in practice. He just refused to do it. He would throw great deep balls in practice and then get to games and he just would refuse to do it. Unwilling to throw those even slightly contested right. type balls. Yep. So yeah, the quarterback, the receivers got to do it. And yeah, they're making the quarterback look good. But then I would argue that, well, the quarterback's putting the ball where the only the receiver can go make a play. It requires both. And and if you and if you're like we always talk about the 50-50 balls, if a quarterback is doing it right, it's not a 50-50 ball. If it's a 50-50 ball, your quarterback didn't throw it where it's supposed to go. <laughs> right. That's the reality of it. It should be a 70-30 ball, right? I mean, if, if you're throwing the ball where it needs to go to. So it's going to look like the receiver's making this crazy acrobatic play, but in reality, he did do that, but the quarterback also put the ball exactly where he needed to put it. Yeah. And so it's both of them. Yeah. It's it's both of them. They just it's, look in sync. They look in sync yeah. right now. That's, yeah. And you're absolutely right. They're, yeah. they're yin and yang. They're helping each other. Yeah. Got another one from Irish Blooded, Sean. All right, so loved your notes on Kenny Minchie. How great is he off platform and on the move? And does his arm strength? How does his arm strength look compared to last year? Well, I didn't see him in person last year, so I can't really speak to his arm strength compared to last year. He 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 does really well changing arm angles and off platform. We haven't seen him throw the ball a ton on the run this spring. So most of the stuff we've seen from Kenny is like slide and throwing the ball, stepping up and throwing the football. We haven't really seen him truly off platform a ton we've seen him th- change arm angles a lot and he's really good at that but we haven't seen him do a lot of the off platform stuff this spring he in high school he was very good at it mm-hmm. we just haven't seen him do a lot of that this spring at notre dame but all the stuff you talked about irish blooded are things that that kenny was part of the reasons i, I graded him as a top 100 player because he's really good in the pocket he's smart he's one of the smartest quarterbacks you're going to see he has a great feel for the game. He's got a good arm, not a bazooka, but a good arm. He's a quality athlete, not a runner, but a quality athlete. But his ability to, to make plays off off platform, to make plays in a move, is is for a pocket pass. Because there's the thing, Kenny Minchie, make no mistake, he's a pocket quarterback. He happens to be a quality athlete, but he's a kid that's going to do his damage with his arm 95% of the time. And so if you're going to do that, you've got to be someone who does is able to make plays off platform. And today's game, Sean, especially we saw today with all the blitzes, you, you, sometimes you're going to have to do what Tyler Buckner did against South Carolina. All right. right. I got this guy screaming down on me, and I, I know Jaden's going to be open. I got to sidearm it around the guy and get it to Jaden Thomas. Yeah. And you got to be able to do that in today's game, especially if you're not going to be 6'5", which, you know, Tyler's not and Kenny's not. So I, you know, he, he's a long way away, Sean. Buckner's but not either. Yeah, exactly. And Kenny Minchie's a long way away, but the talent's obvious. I mean, like you mentioned at the very beginning, like all four of those guys can spin the football. Yep. I mean, they can all spin the football. It's a, it's a, there's, there's just talent there. It's an impressive group. It is. It is. All right. All right, Mr. Rob. Guys, what was the one thing you saw today you were pleased with and one thing you were like, um, huh? Yeah. Well, one thing I was pleased with, I loved the competition in the trenches today. I thought both sides battled. I thought when the offensive line made plays, they had to earn it. When the defensive line played made plays, they had to earn it. That's that's one thing that I that I came away with. And and I picked that slightly over how well the cornerbacks competed today. That those are the two that I battled with, Sean. What was the one thing that you saw today where you're like, you walk away, you just walk out, the first thing that pops in your head, like, well, this was good. I I think it starts with the defensive line. Just, you know, we talked about it earlier in the show that the the physicality, especially the those interior linemen 
are playing with. You know, we continue to I, and and I think that ultimately, even though that maybe they're winning a few more battles right now, it just the other side of the ball. You're seeing those those guys kind of step up to that as well. So I just I like what we're seeing because I I, I don't think that we necessarily saw it as much last year. And again, you said it earlier they've got to be better against the run and that's where it's going to start is with that with those guys in the interior so i really like the physicality that those guys are in with what's gonna make me say um huh i think today it was just that's a kicking (laughs) i'm really looking forward to spencer schrader showing up this summer i'll just say that i'm very much looking forward to that yeah i it well after the fact, I thought it was kind of funny that there was some punting going on. And we can't say anything specific about the punting because Marty Baggi didn't realize that, you know, the practice was going to be open right. to the media. And he was asking, like, if we noticed all these, you know, like different things apparently he was doing with the punt. And it's like, not really. <laughs> so yeah, that's, you know, yeah that was... that's what our people are dying for, for us to give them the, the punt yeah. team stuff from practice today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what was your, what was your, uh, um, huh? You know, I, I guess the only thing, and it, I, I don't, I don't want to beat a dead horse and I don't want to beat up on him, but I, I, I would like to see Maris Leofel starting to actually make some plays. It's, it's one thing to not be completely out of position, but I, I'd like to see him make more plays. The other two guys, yeah. the other two veterans were making a lot of plays out there and we you can't be it. a will linebacker sean and not make plays that position yep. of all the linebacker plays that one's the one you got to make plays and like you said he just kind of he just was pretty blockable today he was yep. where he was supposed to be he just was blockable and i guess that's progress but it's like now you've gone to the other extreme and you know so we'll see we'll see i mean i've heard good things about how maris is playing this spring but i i we saw four practices and they just didn't see a lot from any of those. Now that doesn't mean, again, we're only going to see four of 14. He could have been great. The other 10 practices. I don't know, but I just didn't see a whole lot. Yeah. I'm I mean, very, we, he's go ahead, Sean. Well, I was just going to say a week from Saturday, they're all going to be out there going yeah. live at the stadium. And so we'll get a chance to see if he's making plays in a live yeah. setting. I hope he does. And he did last spring. He had a great pick last spring, if I remember correctly. But Yeah, he did. He did. I, look, I don't care what Maris does in the spring game. With all due respect to anybody, I need to see him do it against Navy and NC State exactly. and teams like that. I mean, exactly. And and that's worth a lot of guys. Like, I don't I don't care what this guy does. Like, Riley Mills could dominate every day in practice. That's great. It's awesome. I feel good about it. But now let's go see you do it against NC State and Ohio the State. Only, the teams. only time we've really seen it was two falls ago. Marcus Freeman's season as defensive mm-hmm. coordinator he was he was shining he was set to be the star of the fall heading into the season yeah. and then unfortunately he broke that ankle since since that injury we just haven't yeah. seen it from him yeah you're that's a good call it's a really good call because he was he was great that spring absolutely yep here's an interesting question from Leighton Burkholder so what do you guys think of the Cliff Kingsbury hire at USC I think it's a look. People are going to disagree with me on this. I think it's irrelevant. Like, do you really think your quarterback position is going to get better than it is with Lincoln Riley? Just won the Heisman. Like, well, somebody's like, well, somebody. There's a debate on the board, and you know who is somebody asked who's Cliff Kingsbury ever developed, and somebody was like Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, did he really though? Like the fact that, that you yesterday. couldn't turn Patrick Mahomes into the number one pick. Like Patrick got picked on God given ability, not because he was developed by. 
Cliff Kingsbury. He is one of the most overrated coaches in football, in my opinion. If you couldn't even have a winning record in the Big 12 with Patrick freaking Mahomes, you know. I think you were about to say it. He fell up after, you know, losing his job at Texas Tech. He fell up to an NFL head coaching job. And and guess what? Shocker. He failed there, too. Yeah. And he's going to be there for a year. So I'm sorry. You already have the best quarterback coach in college football already as your head coach. Link, what is Cliff Kingsbury going to add to the table? Oh, they're going to throw it more this year. I just don't see what this adds. So I'm sure people are going to love it and 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 all that. I just I'm not on the Cliff King. Like I remember when uh, Tom Reese left, there's people like you need to go get Cliff Kingsbury. I'm like, what? First of all, his offense is nothing like what Notre Dame does. They don't. He's never had a history of running the football ever anywhere. And what is this based on? His unsuccessful seasons. Oh, he had he he had a great year with Johnny Manziel. That's because of Johnny Manziel. That's why that was running mm-hmm. around and throwing balls like this at, up to Mike Evans and jump balls like that. That wasn't coaching. That was you got a dude back there. The guy is the, one of the most, if not the most overrated coach in football in any level. I just do not get the infatuation with Cliff Kingsbury. And I don't think this move, this moves the needle a whole lot. I don't. Right? I mean, look, in- y'all, Notre Dame went seven and five in the regular season with Matt LaFleur as their quarterback's coach. And, and Matt LaFleur is far more proven to me than cliff kingsbury at this point in time it's easy to look back on patrick mahomes and and pat cliff kingsbury on the back i mean patrick mahomes played really well at texas tech okay but let's not forget there were a lot of nfl teams that were not sold on mahomes just look at look at what happened at the top of that draft with with, yeah with, with the trade for mitch trubisky and you know everything else that happened up there there were a lot of teams that were not sold on him and i do think that that Andy Reid in that system, you know, Patrick Mahomes was good, but Andy Reid in that system have made him right. what he is. Right. Well, now. I I think it was the perfect because because Andy Andy Reid didn't have the success as a coach he's had without Patrick Mahomes. Sometimes it's too. the perfect combination. Andy Reid was the perfect coach for Pat Mahomes. His style of play, he was a great. Co- Andy Reid's always been a great quarterback coach, going all the way back to when he was an assistant with Mike Holmgren on those Packers teams back in the day. But he wasn't going to Super Bowls with Alex Smith as the quarterback, right? And and so you get him, and Patrick helps you. But some like like to me, I feel like Dan Reeves went to three Super Bowls because of John Elway. John Elway went to three Super Bowls in spite of Dan Reeves. That's how I've always felt as a Bronco fan. Sure, I bet. But sometimes you look at it and you say, but look what happened when Shanahan and Elway got together. Could Shanahan win a Super Bowl with Jake Plummer or Brian Greasy? No. Do you know who else couldn't win a Super Bowl with those guys? Every coach, and, right? <laughs> and, and so you can waste a talent like Patrick Mahomes, but fortunately, Andy Reid was the perfect coach for Pat Mah- Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes was a quarterback that just really fit with what Coach Reid wants to do, and he made them better. They both get the most out of each other. I do not feel that that was the case at Texas Tech. He put up a ton of numbers, but a guy like a guy here's the deal: it's not like a they guy, won a lot of games, right? He had a losing record. Yeah. With with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback, Mike Leach won won all the time at Texas Tech. So don't tell me like you know he he the guy threw five thousand yards and forty one touchdown passes his last year at Texas Tech because he threw five hundred and ninety one passes, and he was the tenth overall pick. Now the Chiefs are smart enough to trade up to get him, but if the it's like the Bill Belichick thing with Tom. Oh, what a genius Belichick was by drafting Brady. If Tom, if Bill Belichick had any clue that Tom Brady was going to be what he became, he would not have waited till the sixth freaking round to take him. 
Right. He would have got him much sooner. Same thing. If, I mean, if he's taken division three guys in the first round before. Right. So if he if he really was that sold on him, right. he would have taken him much sooner. Right. <laughs> so I just I, I just I don't I've never been a big Cliff Kingsbury fan. And I mean, his antics are what they are. I don't really care about that. It's just he's just not a very good coach. And I just don't it's all hype. It's all media hype, Sean. So I just don't get I don't I don't care. He's the he's gonna be the second best quarterback coach on that staff. Whoop de doo. Are you really gonna get better quarterback play next year than you would have? Do, do have you have y'all not been paying attention to what Lincoln Riley's been doing for years without Cliff Kingsbury's help? Right. But you know what's gonna happen if Caleb Caleb Williams is gonna be a great player this year, and there's gonna be media people talking about how important the Cliff Kingsbury hire was. I'm like, the kid just won the freaking Heisman trophy last year. Like exactly. How much better do you think he's going to get with Cliff Kingsbury as you know as an analyst on that staff? Come on now. All right, let's get to a few more. We got to we got to leave around four, so let's get to to so, so actually we we kind of already discussed that one earlier. Let's get to this one here from Fighting Irish Fan ninety one. All right, he says I heard that Great House laid out for a pass today. I remember in the past uh you criticize the receivers for not laying out is chancy changing this or just better talent well i actually don't think overall that they did foul enough for the ball today so that was that wasn't ideal but they're usually more competitive than they were today it's it's a coaching thing i mean it's just got something you got to work on it it just you got to practice it now there's there's ways you got to practice it i don't want guys laying out for balls in practice all the time in team, especially in the spring, yeah, yeah, but but you've got to be smart about. It. Like we would work on, we would work on uh, laying out for ball, Sean. But we'd go over to the track, and we get that big pole vault bag, right. and I'd have and I throw the ball, yeah. make them lay out for that, and then we'd work on their technique. You know, catch and roll, make sure the ball does hit the ground. Because yeah. I don't want them hitting the turf and hitting the ground thirty times because we're working on laying out for the ball. But you do need to work on it. And, and, and so it's more about doing it in individual and different periods than it is about having them do it 30 times of practice. What bothered me is, is they wouldn't do it in games. Yeah. That's where you need to see it more, but, but that's just who Jaden Greathouse is. That's, I mean, it wasn't laying out. It was coming back to the ball. It wasn't like laying out for a vertical throw. The ball was underthrown and he had to fight across and lay out for it like a cross. So it's a different type of laying out. And um, so, yeah, it's a little bit of a different deal. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's, let's get down to here from uh, Archer. Four. This is Sean. This is our resident Ohio State fan here. Archer okay. 452 is our, our resident Ohio State fan. So this show, we got all, all right. types of fans from Alabama, Michigan, everybody. Yep. So this is our, our, our Ohio State guy. Right, he says, Justin Scott visited Miami the past few days. Do you think Miami has a realistic chance with him? How do you think he would rank his top schools right now? Do they have a realistic chance? Look, if a kid's going to visit somewhere, they have a chance, right? Do I think that they're that they're going to get him? No, I don't. I, I think if I were to say where I think the schools are right now, I'd say Notre Dame 1, Georgia 2, Ohio State 3, and those two are very close. Georgia, Ohio State. If somebody wanted to tell me Ohio State should be 2, I, I, okay, fine. I think Georgia's 2 because of just the perception of, of what they've done on the D-line in the last couple of years. And then Miami, to me, is a distant fourth. But Justin's doing what he needs to do. And get out there and see the country. See these other programs. You have something to compare Notre Dame to. I still think when it's all said and done, I, I feel good about where Notre Dame stands with Justin Scott. I feel very good about that. Right. So that, that's where I'm at with that one. So good question, Archer. Sean, I'm going to ask this one because I, I don't have an answer for it. I want to get your – I think you might have a better opinion on this than I do. But this is Marsh's. What is your take on the Big Ten hiring former TV executive Tony Petiti as their new commissioner? Do you have a thought on that, Sean? You know, that's interesting. I, I hadn't really thought about it until I saw this. You know, you know, one thing that Kevin Warren did was kind of bring that NFL philosophy – you know, in terms of, you know, the way they, they ended up with that TV package by by getting games on multiple networks, just like the NFL. So I don't know, like maybe they're they're looking at this as a strategic move to kind of make sure they maintain that going forward with, with uh, Kevin Warren gone. But other than that, I, I really, I guess I hadn't thought that much deeper <laughs> than that yeah. about it. My only thought is I know nothing about him, so I don't want to speak specifically to him. I only know his title. And I think the fact that they hired that type of resume tells me that the Big Ten has no longer working on the illusion that they give any kind of rip about student athletes. None. This is all about dollars. Yeah. That's what this is 100% about. It's all about dollars because this isn't about college athletics. This isn't about student athlete welfare. This isn't about what are we doing to make sure that our kids have better mental health stuff. None of that. This is get me this. That's what right. it's all about. Because as that. a TV executive as well, his the, the background that he has and his knowledge of kind of how things work in terms of ratings and you know just just the whole thing. I, I think that when you're talking about potential future expansion, I, I think that that's good information to have as well. When you're talking about are we going to raid someone else for the from the West coast. How much is that actually going to help us if we do, you know, if we're trying to grow our footprint, you know, especially from an, you know, as a national brand on TV and all that kind of yep. stuff. So last couple here, we got one from good stuff, Sean. We got one here from Nick McGrail. I feel like Notre Dame running back room is slept on in the national media individually. Where do where do estimate and digs rank compared to other top running backs, Henderson, Corum, etc. Well, 
I, the Nick, if, if you don't mind, I'm going to not answer the question that way because the reality is, is in today's era, especially the way Notre Dame plays, it's not about a one back. It's about the unit. Like you said, it's about the room. Travion Henderson did not play well against Notre Dame last year. They went to Mayan Williams in the second half, and he carried the offense in the second half. It, it's really about the room. But Audric Estime, to me, has a chance to be a top five-day running back this year, in my opinion. I mean, he was pretty good last year in his first action. You know, mm-hmm. if, if he'd have got some more opportunities and and maybe doesn't get benched against LSU, you know, because of himself, I mean, because of the fumbles, you know, he's probably a 1,000-yard rusher last year. I mean, this this duo combined for over 2,000 yards of offense last season. The estimate digs and that doesn't include the 500 yards of offense that Chris Tyree had last year so the running back room is absolutely Nick very underrated very slept on by the national media and this isn't just Notre Dame everything is disrespectful no they're they do, they do not get the credit they deserve when you look at the production that that duo had last year the problem is from a national standpoint Sean is that neither of them had that monster season that catches your eye and that's what and, I was going to say yeah. yeah and that that's the that's the problem you know and so but from a from a production standpoint, I mean this this is a this is a very very talented group of players. Like when you combine the production that Estime and Diggs had specifically, if you put that together, that's what around eighteen hundred yards, something of, like of that. Just like, rushing, yeah, yeah of just and, rushing. And that would be yeah. that would be like you know that one running back with that kind of production you're going to get a lot more attention right. both of those guys are fully capable of having that kind of season if if they were the main guy back there but it works better for the team and i and, and honestly i think it works out better for them in the long run as well when you start talking about their pro potential because you know that they can both do it and it's just that much less pounding on their bodies yep. they're taking in college before they get drafted Yep, I mean, if you look, if you look, Sean, at, at the Mayan Williams, Travion Henderson duo from two years ago, when they really had great production, not this, not this past year, they had two thousand one hundred and forty-eight yards of offense in thirteen games. That duo did, and that was the year that everybody thought that that uh, you know Travion was a freshman All American. He was great. Two thousand one hundred and forty-eight yards last year. Logan Diggs and Audric Estime had two thousand and eighty-eight yards, sixty-yard difference, and I would argue. They did that against a much tougher schedule than what Ohio faced Ohio State faced in 2021, mm-hmm. and and so yeah, and and they had C.J. Stroud taking pressure off of them in 2021. These guys did this with Drew Pine at quarterback, where everybody knew what was coming and they could still couldn't stop it. Yeah, you know, and so it's a it's a top five group. I would argue it's in the top three. I, and here's the cool thing: we we talked about this the other day, Sean. You could make a case that four of the five best running back rooms in the country this year in college football are all going to be in the North. Ohio State, Notre Dame, Michigan, and Penn State all have loaded True. running back rooms. Yeah. And, and so, and I think the quarterback play for most of those teams is going to be better this year as well. So I think it will be for Penn State, at least more talented. It'll definitely be for Notre Dame, it'll definitely be better. And, and I think JJ McCarthy is going to only get better. I don't see him regressing this year. Yeah. And you won't have CJ Stroud at Ohio State, but you're not going to have a bum. There, you're gonna have a good football player. Then that kind of leads us into our last question, Sean. Okay. Uh, speaking of, of Ohio State quarterbacks. So Tyler, our old friend Tyler says, You already know I'm in Ohio, but I was listening to 97.1 today. They rolled out Devin Brown uh for their spring game. How big is that for Notre Dame to plan against a quarterback for the fall? Notre Dame will not be planning for Ohio State based on what anything that happens in the spring. 
It's a fair question, Tyler. But Different just, maybe if it's the season opener. Right. But. It's going to be game five for Notre Dame and game four yeah. for Ohio State, I believe. It'll be based off that. Spring games are meant to be fun. The only thing here's, – here's what you take out of value in the spring game. It's let me see this kid move. Let me see, okay, this kid, okay, he looks, he does this. He's This this kid's pretty athletic. This kid brings good size. You, you'll look at some of that stuff, but you're not really breaking down the spring game. You're, you're really not. It, it And I don't think Devin Brown's going to be the starting quarterback anyway. I, I've always felt that Cal McCord's going to be the guy. I just think Cal McCord's got more experience, and I think he's a better player. I just think he's a better player than Devin Brown. I, I've never been a huge Devin Brown guy. Just That's just me. He's a nice player, but I thought he was very overrated. On three items, the number one player in the country. No, not happening. So, uh, you know, I, I think Kyle McCord's the guy is going to be the guy. I always felt he's going to be the guy. I think he's the better player, and I think he's the guy that Nerns going to prepare for. But they're going to prepare for, uh, for for Kyle McCord, not based off what they see in the spring game. They're going to play for, you know, prepare for Kyle McCord based off what they see this season against, you know, when Ohio State plays Actual Indiana games. in the opener, then Youngstown yeah. State, and then Western Kentucky. That's right. going to be the film that Notre Dame is going to be looking at. And, and, yeah. and, again, what Ohio State did last year. You're going to go back to last season, watch their film from last year, because that's who Ryan Day is, and that's who Jim Knowles is, mm-hmm. and that's that's where you're going to need to be. Yep. So, Well, that's going to do it, Sean. And Zach Martin says, looking forward to seeing you all at the Blue Gold game. I'd be fam. Zach, very much as well. I'm, I'm working on possibly getting a, a get-together for Friday night uh, for people. If you all want to be part of that, I'm still working on that. I'll definitely keep you posted. I'll put some on the message board for that, but that's going to do it for today's show. Everybody. Thank you so much, Sean. You got, you got two hours, buddy. And then you're back. That's right. To business. That's right. right? Take a little so, break, stretch yep. the legs. Vince and I'll be here six o'clock. That's, that's right. right. Mailbag tonight, right? Midweek mailbag for you guys, six o'clock yep. tonight. So folks, before you leave, don't forget, sign up for the message boards at boards.hoursbreakdown.com. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, share this podcast, leave us a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate that. And have a great rest of your day. Y'all got about two hours of chill, get some lunch or dinner in you, and then you're back at it with Irish Breakdown on the IB Nation Sports Talk Show tonight. Thanks for being with us, everybody. We'll talk to you again very soon on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.